2: Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com.
3: Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Phillips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart
2: and Sam's Club. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fuck Sports Radio. Coming to you from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road has protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Do you know what today is? Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Anniversary, that's Tony, Tony, Tony. It's the anniversary of the first ever basketball game. Day is National or International Basketball Day. One of the two. Right, we all got all kinds of dopey national days. Right? We do. Like, you can look up in your calendar, right? Today is December 21st, is it not? There's National Day. Like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff to it. Uh, let's see. Here's the National Day calendar for December twenty first. Right? God, we do this stuff is so dumb that we do. Uh, National Last Minute Christmas Shopping Day. It, well, yeah, for sure. Right? National Flashlight Day. National Maine Day. Huge fan of the state of Maine. Never been there in winter though, but state in summer. Awesome. National French Fried Shrimp Day. Didn't Ooh. know they had. To be, I just thought it was fried shrimp. Whatever. Um, I know everything there is to know about the shrimp and business. It's the winter solace, uh, end of the winter solace. Do you know what that is?
4: I
5: I
6: know what winter solstice is.
2: Solstice, solstice. Oh, that's what you meant? Sorry, Okay. The shortest day of the year? Yeah, shortest day of the year. Today is the shortest day of the year. Day's started, day's over. That's it, the end. Moving on. Right? So, uh, yeah. Um, Today is National Humbug Day. Who knew that? See if you're a Grinch. National French Fried Trim Day, Winter Solstice, Homeless Persons Remembrance Day, okay? <laughs> Crossword Puzzle Day, National Gifting Day, National Main Day, and International Basketball Day. There, there you go. And I bring up, it's International Basketball Day. And uh, Dan, sorry you're feeling sick there. Dan was sick yesterday. That's why he wasn't in. And I'm watching him. He's coughing. He's sneezing. Most normal human beings would be at Cedar sinai like four doctors working around the clock. Dan is here for you with all of our sports updates and for a game. And I call on him way too often because he's got multiple jobs. So, Dan, we appreciate you showing that radio grit today. Um, <laughs> we'll point out that you may want to sanitize that microphone after you're done because... Like his, I, I'm not a doctor, but Dan is legit sick. Like if you don't see him for a week, be like, man, and it sucks because he's got a little boy. He's got a wife. He's got a holiday season. And, uh, we're getting what playoffs for fantasy season as well. And Dan is our fantasy guru with the, I want your flex podcast. So get well, Dan, we'll get you some soup. Um, some Jewish penicillin, maybe some matzo ball soup here during a break. Anyway. Um, I want to relate a, a what used to be a gigantic basketball game tonight. No, not Timberwolves Lakers, where LeBron's not going to play. I just heard Dan say that to International Basketball Day. So, basketball was uh, invented by Doctor James Naismith. Just one thing, like, can I just point this out? I don't like people who call themselves doctors that aren't medical doctors. I got it. You got a doctorate but we don't call you doctor. And you're like, no, you're just you're like somebody went to school long enough to get their doctor. Like, okay. But they do one handout uh, doctorates, ceremonial doctorates to people all the time. If I get like a ceremonial doctorate, can I sell myself doctor? You're like, well, that's not the same. Is it? Here's the most important thing. You're on an airplane. You're going to Bali, right? You're in the middle of the Pacific ocean. Somebody gets sick. Is there a doctor on the plane? Does the doctor in English or in physical education, do they get up and go, I got this. Don't worry. No. Do you know why? Because you're not a freaking doctor. You have a doctorate. I'm not the only one who thinks this. We all think it. I'm just the jerk who says it. Okay. That's it. So Dr. James Naismith was not a medical doctor. That's why I call him James Naismith. But here's the other thing. Um, And if you follow my Twitter page, you have an unfair advantage. Bershinger, have you been following my Twitter page today? Not today. Okay, good. Dr. James Natesmith coached basketball at the University of Kansas. How good a coach do you think he is? Probably pretty good. Right? I mean, guy invented the game of basketball. right? Like, you invent the game, you probably should be pretty good at it and then really good at coaching it because you know all the tricks to the trade. Hell, you invented it. I like think of all the games you played. The whoever invented hide and seek probably the best hider and seeker that there's ever been. Baseball games. Remember over the line. You guys ever play over the line as a kid, right? I mean, I, I guarantee whoever invented spin the bottle was kissing all the girls when they were 13 years old. Here's the thing. Doctor James Naismith is a doctor of physical education. He taught at Springfield College. He invented this game of basketball. And he is statistically the worst coach in the history of Kansas basketball. Look it up. He's the only coach to have a below 500 record in the history of Kansas basketball. The game he freaking invented. Which does stand a reason like, hey, if you're such a smart doctor and you invented this thing, why not change the rules to fit however you want? That's how I would have done it, right? Just shows he's Canadian. So, oh, oh, dear, why don't you know? He, he's just so nice there. Hey, hoser. Canadians are just so nice that they'll let Americans beat them at the game they invented. Except hockey, they don't let us beat them at that. Anyway, the point is, resumes don't really matter. Because if I were to tell you that at a historically great basketball school, the guy who invented the sport was a coach, naturally you would think, based on that resume, he would be an incredible coach, correct? That's a normal... Okay, tonight, Kentucky takes on Louisville. Um, can I do an aside on Louisville? Y- you've been there a bunch, Buyer, because Buyer's also, you know, you've, you've been to Louisville before. They say Louisville, right? Yes. Louisville. Oh. Oh. No vowels. No. Just L's and V's. But they are known as the Ville. And you'll even say, see, like, on signs around town, the Ville. Why is it the Ville if it's Louisville? Anyone? You want to guess on that one? Lorena?
6: I have no idea why they would do that.
2: I don't either. Ryan? <laughs> no, I got nothing. Buyer, you got anything for me? Nothing. No, me neither. Doesn't make any sense. And I'm not patronizing. Like, this is, this is a real thing. You ask somebody. No, no. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. Like, okay, then why is it the bill, not the vault? That doesn't make any sense to any human being. Two years ago, they hired Kenny Payne. And again, not saying this to be a jerk, just saying it because, well, it's true. Uh, Kenny is a really nice man. Okay? He just is. really nice man. He was a very good player at Louisville. When he played for Denny Crum, he's a first-round pick. He played for the Sixers for a couple of years, played overseas a little bit, and then became an assistant at Oregon, and was an assistant under John Calipari at Kentucky. And when he was an assistant under John Calipari at Kentucky, this is when they were bringing in John Wall. And I'll, I'll go into my my. Can I do my Dick Vitale? Because we haven't—Dick Vitale's had the throat surgery, so we haven't heard him. So this is a shout-out to Coach Vitale. Oh, you talk about Kentucky and John Calipari. He's bringing—oh, he brought in John Wall, and he brought in DeMarcus Cousins, and, oh, and Anthony Davis, and they won a national championship. Oh, it's awesome! He was a head recruiter for John Calipari, right? He played at— And was a really good player. And he's a great dude. And one would think in college basketball, like, what do you need to be successful? Okay. Well, you need money for NIL. Louisville has it. Okay. You need facilities. Unbelievable. They play Yum Center. If you've been there, beautiful arena. It's basically an NBA arena. Really cool. A couple bars in there, like inside. It's neat. Um, Great on-campus facility, an administration that's all in. Oh, here's one. You need a league, okay, that can help draw players, but also you can win in. And remember, we're in the ACC, where right now Syracuse is in rebuild mode because Jim Boeheim, the end, wasn't great, so they're rebuilding. North Carolina, a couple years ago, was crummy, right? I know they went to the national championship two years ago, but before that, um, you know, uh, uh, and, and last year they didn't make the NCAA tournament. Okay, hey, Duke changed coaches. Um, Virginia won the championship a couple years ago, but they've, they haven't they have been the same, right? The rest of the league's just okay. You got smaller schools, hard to compete. They have money. They have history. They have facilities. Oh, yeah, you need players. Well, you would think the guy who helped John Calipari recruit, oh, and Anthony Davis and Eric Bledsoe and, right? You would think that guy would probably help you. Um, in his year and a half at Louisville, he's nine and thirty-four. Nine and thirty-four. Two and nineteen last. Uh, uh, two and nineteen overall in ACC play. Um, he is statistically the James or Doctor James Naismith. Of Louisville basketball. And yet, had you looked at his resume, he'd be like, well, that guy's a great hire. Loves his school. Great guy. Good recruiter. Been around Calipari. Knows the deal. Was in the NBA. Connected with all those people. We got money. We got facilities. League's kind of down. It's going to win. And it has been a complete poop show. The point is that tis the season for hiring coaches, especially in football. And we're so convinced that we know if somebody's going to be good because they coach with somebody. And I give you James Naismith. I give you Kenny Payne. Sports aren't decided on paper. Coaching success isn't decided based upon your resume. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But if you think, like, you know this is going to work because, oh, yeah, he coached with, yeah. And then, I mean, Brandon Staley, right? I know he hadn't been in the NFL long, but he was with the Bears. Remember when he was with the Bears and they had Khalil Mack, they had the dominating defense. He was Vic Fangio's right-hand guy. Then he goes to the Rams and young staff, they win a Super Bowl. He's the defensive coordinator. And he's Mr. Analytics and we're going to, we're smarter than everybody else. We're going to go for it on fourth down. And how did that work out for him? And his resume wasn't great because he hadn't been in the NFL a long time. But stop with the resume stuff. Like, yes, sometimes guys do have the resume. They have learned from the right guy. And that works. But there's just as high a percentage of people that don't work. Stug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the TireRack.com studios. And this show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection one-place bundle and save progressive.com. I also like this to be the show where I learn something, you learn something like every day. I guarantee there's about 90% of the people that learn that James Naismith, um, not that he's a phony doctor, that he was a terrible coach. And the Louisville thing, there's a lot of people who learn that one. Does the soup thing work? I'm really concerned about Dan. We we should order order some soup and see. Okay. Is it only like chicken noodle soup or matzo ball soup, or are there other soups which are of the therapeutic variety? There's a. Have you ever had the medicine ball at Starbucks? I have. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Should we? Should I? Should we? Do we, we? don't have. I mean, part of it is we have some weird rules at Fox Sports Radio. I don't even think we have interns anymore. Do we have interns anymore?
4: We have. We have not since uh, pre-COVID.
2: Yeah, but we used to have a rule where the interns, they can't run out and get us food. What is the purpose of having intern if you can't get you food?
4: <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> I mean, come on already, right? That's like walking up on a janitor going like, hey man, what do you think about maybe, uh, I don't know, cleaning out that restroom here? Like, yeah, I don't do that. I'm a janitor. Like, That's what Postmates is for now, Doug. I guess. Man, I like the free labor thing. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Look at Lorena trying to do the country thing. Huh? I switch it. Who is this? Um, This is Chase Matthew. Oh, Chase Matthew's good. It's good. My daughter, I, <laughs> we'll talk about this more on the podcast. Buyer, can I tell you what you're in for? This is what you're in for. Okay? All right, let's hear it. So I have three children, uh, twin girls that are 17 years old, and a little boy who's 14 years old. Okay? And uh, Brody's two? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. And um, just adorable kid, by the way. And um, so here's the way it works when they become teenagers. So Harper, God bless her. um, She's got some champagne taste, let me just tell you. So about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, Harper sent me her Christmas wish list. And it's a digital wish list that also has uh, links to the websites where I can order them for her, right? And it's not crazy, but let's just say that it's, it's a, you know, like I said, champagne tastes a little bit. But it's the, and, and anyway, uh, her sister Grace sent me her list today. Um, and Grace's list, uh, and again, congratulations to Grace, by the way, she ended the semester with a 4.0. All right. And for a kid who... I mean, she'd even tell you she struggled um, at times in high school early on. Like she's kicking butt and taking names, So definitely not coal in her stocking. But she said, uh, sent this one uh, the Grace Christmas List Guide, more of a checklist. Okay. To whom it may concern, if you need a last minute Xmas buy for me, here you go. And, you know, bass pedals, for example socks. Who doesn't like socks? Lorraine, you love socks, right? Love me some socks, Who doesn't like socks, right? Uh, Rings, silver and steel only. Anyway, there's some requests there. Uh, My son, he wants to make the switch from uh, from uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Xbox to PlayStation, which is not only expensive because it's expensive, it's expensive because of all the things that you already have when you have an Xbox account, right? Do you know what's curiously missing from all three requests, they're not demands. All three requests from di- three different children, Dan, that you're in for. What's that? No one said like, "Hey, Dad, what would you like for Christmas?" <laughs> and, if, and if and if and if and if the response would be like, "Hey, Dad, you're Jewish, you celebrate Hanukkah." That's funny. Hanukkah's come and gone. Nothing. Nothing. Not Nothing. a. Not even a. Not even a, like, what would you like? Because at the end of the day, I'm buying it for myself. Right? Like, Harper works, but, like, let's be honest, like, she's not in the plus category. She's definitely working out of a deficit. Hey? Nothing. Literally, no one has said, like, hey, Pop, thanks for all you do. How about, Hank, thanks for all this, what is that, what is the, the Chris Rock thing? Thanks for all this light. Thanks for the heat and the air and the bed that I sleep in. Thanks for all that. Is there anything I can get you with your money for the holiday season? Nope. I'll be okay I'll be okay I'll bring you some tissues Doug am I the only one who suffers through this or is this a normal occurrence for most uh, most parents of teenagers
6: I think it's probably pretty normal I would I would guess maybe one in ten would think yeah what are
2: we gonna get what are we gonna get pops what are we gonna get dad I'd think it's, maybe it's pretty poor, normal maybe it's poor parenting maybe it's me maybe I'm just a jerk but if I was such a jerk like why are you being so nice and why, why are you asking me for things I don't know. Thought we were trying to find peace and goodwill towards men, but that's not goodwill. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Let's uh let's welcome in. He's Josh Lucas. He's a former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Should I take it personally that my children have all asked uh for multiple gifts and no one has asked me if I want anything for the holiday season? <laughs>
5: that is something I would definitely take personal.
2: Yeah. I need a, hug. I need a virtual virtual hug, Josh. Um <laughs> Okay okay, we got we got a lot to get to. Let me start with the Philadelphia Eagles. Right, Because last year, dominant team. This year, you were probably the only guy to ride this, hey, man, new coordinators, it's just going to be different. You got a guy calling the offensive plays, never called it before. Now you're demoting your defensive play caller. Uh, Your quarterback maybe hasn't been healthy, hasn't been as good, schedule's more difficult. Now he's calling out the overall effort of the team. Is Philadelphia fixable this season?
5: The reason I'll say yes is because of the talent. Um, Everything you just mentioned, obviously, major concern. Um, I do think they're starting to get into a little bit better of a rhythm on offense. I know the production and the outcome doesn't necessarily speak to that, but he's playing, the quarterback's playing less on his terms and more within the system, which I think in the long term will be good for them um defensively obviously you change the play caller this late in the season major red flag uh that that shows a lack of trust um and then on uh, they're they're very vulnerable right now Doug in their back end Slay injury, the big injury. Bradbury showed he's a target when they can't get pressure in the final drive of that game um, against Seattle. Uh, they have to win defensively by shutting down the run and, and rushing and, and getting to the quarterback with four, and they haven't been doing that well especially these last few weeks when they've been on this losing streak. Um, but the talent is there. They have enormous talent on the interior of the defensive line. They have pass rushers. Um, those guys are going to have to be game changers. They're going to need much more consistent play out of Jalen Carter. Um, and then offensively, obviously, they're going to settle up. They have to settle in um, and, and just be more consistent. So um, I have the same feeling, you know, based on how you started the question. Um, just watching as much tape as I do. They just have so much talent that there's no way I'm counting them out.
2: Um, Okay. Um, It's like the whole thing is fascinating to me on, on how you, how you go about fixing it. All right. What about, what about the bills? Have they figured something out?
5: You know, they still don't have the top, you know, five defense that they've been used to the last few years. You know, everyone's, Counting them out a few weeks ago, they've obviously settled in on offense. They feel more balanced. James Cook being featured in the pass game has really changed the look of this offense and given them another weapon. You know, I I don't think they're one of the top two teams in the AFC if they get in. They still gotta get in. You know, obviously they don't have the tiebreaker as of now. But they're one of those teams because the quarterback, even though he's still so inconsistent, he still hasn't played great on third down this year, which is a big deal. Um, he's so talented, and he can do so many things on his own um, that it's a team you don't want to play. But I think those injuries on defense um, and still some inconsistency on offense is going to keep them from, from you know being a true Super Bowl contender in the AFC.
2: Doug Gottlieb's show. Here on Fox Sports Radio, Josh Lucas is our guest. He's the former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. Uh, he joins us here, and we're live at the com studios. Um, what do people in the NFL really think of Dak Prescott?
5: That's a great question. You know, if you if you just put it in a vacuum right now, he's he's having a hell of a year. Obviously he's surrounded by an incredible um, you know, support group with not only what they can do up front in the run game and, and pass protection but but the weapons they have. But when you really look, he's having as good of a year as anyone in the NFL quarterback wise. If you look at the stats they're very comparable to Purdy, but you look at the critical stats any quarterback with more than 50 pass attempts on third down, he's got the number one rating in the entire NFL. He's over 100 rating in two minute, and he's really good in the red zone this year, too. He's at 95 in the red zone. So if you look at those three critical stats, and if you put into a vacuum you're just talking about this year, he's playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL. You know, can he be the guy in a big moment. I think that's the question you're asking. I would ask the same question. Um, can they win a playoff game? Can they go on the road and beat anyone good? Um, I don't think these clunker performances, Buffalo, San Francisco, are entirely on him. I think it's more of a team thing. Um, but I would say, you know, to, to sum it up, to answer your question, top 10 quarterback in the league, yes, is he an elite guy? Is he a transcendent guy? No.
2: Uh, Okay. Let's get to the Brock Purdy conversation. So uh, earlier this week, I said, look, I think we're conflating two things. Brock Purdy's play, which has been excellent with Brock Purdy's story, which is remarkable. Right. And that has pushed him to this favorite to win the NFL's MVP. I understand the numbers look great. Okay. But they got the most talent in the league and not really close. They are really well coached. And when they didn't have a couple of the pieces, he wasn't nearly as effective. So, I, I, you know, like, you put Matt Stafford on that team, you put Aaron Rodgers on that team. I mean, heck, Aaron Rodgers in the same system won the MVP twice with far inferior surrounding talent. And I know salary has a big, uh, has a big kind of component to it. Kirk Cousins, obviously, like, if you asked Kyle Shanahan in his heart of hearts, like if you could have for the playoffs, Kirk Cousins or Brock Purdy, he'd take Kirk Cousins because he's older, he's done it more, and he's probably a little bit better, right? Am I, Mike, I, go ahead. I disagree with that. Okay,
5: I think he. I think he would take Purdy over Cousins mainly for the mobility. Fair enough. I think. I think the poise and the progression and the toughness. I think all those traits are very similar, and those those are very comparable pieces to those two quarterbacks. Purdy gives you a little bit more playmaking. As I've said all year, he's better than you think. He's in like like you just said, a, an amazing system. And the thing that we keep forgetting with, without Purdy, it's only year two. Like he's still getting better. Sure. There's going to be there's going to be a ceiling. Obviously, um, the arm strength. Even in a game where he's almost perfect on Sunday, the arm strength shows up. Like the fourth play of the game has Ayuk on a vertical ball underthrows it. DB makes a play on it. Third quarter, Ayuk double moves, smokes the DB. He tries to compensate with his arm strength because he's got to put everything into it, and he overthrows it. That little, the the arm talent, that kind of margin of error will show up in these playoff games. But what is amazing about this kid is he makes, in every game, he makes several perfect throws that are indefensible. He makes throws where if you're watching the tape, you're like the DB's going to pick this ball off because he's seeing it and he's breaking on it, and the way he times it anticipates it, and the ball placement is what really is special about this kid and makes him not just this this great story, he's a system of the you know a product of the system he's actually a pretty good quarterback in a great place and 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 I think he's going to give him a chance to win the whole thing the I, way he's playing I, right I, now I
2: listen I agree with every point you made, but i also, with even the, he's a pretty good quarterback. I wouldn't say he's the MVP of the league. I, I just, I just, I just wouldn't. Uh, I would, yeah, we, I, we yeah
5: we spoke about that last week, and I don't disagree with you on that because of we. I think you and I both think there's more valuable guys within his own roster uh, versus you know then you compare him to you know who's the most valuable player in the entire NFL.
2: Right. Okay. So like. I respect that we kind of found middle ground there, right? Whereas I'm, I'm generally called a complete imbecile by Niner fans, but that's okay. They're a lovely bunch. We've seen them on social media, how lovely they are to one another and to other, other fans as well. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Uh, Josh Lucas is our, is our, is our guest. Um, I give you carte blanche with the chargers, you know, the roster, you know the the issues they have. They're fifty million over the cap. Obviously, that's gonna it's gonna cause them to cut some dudes and rework some contracts. They got some older pieces as well. Um, but you do have Herbert. You got Derwin James. You know you got some good pieces there to, to build around. Who do you hire, GM and coach?
5: Oh wow, that's a that's a that's a that's a tough one there. Um,
2: Is it like you know you know how this thing really works? If, if, yeah, if you, I, can, you can hire anybody. They said, "Hey, no limitations." That means no limitations. Let's go, Josh Lucas. Who should we hire? Go. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll
5: stick to the coaching part. You know, the the if Harbaugh's available, he's the first guy I'm interviewing. Why? Especially why? Especially because he wins everywhere he goes. Very few coaches can say that. I think he you pair him with a quarterback that is as talented as Justin Herbert in the offensive system that they were gonna run, it will greatly reduce the stress on Justin Herbert and it's gonna make him an even better player. Um obviously they're gonna to have to really address and, and, and rework the front of that defense as it starts to get old. Um, but he's the first guy I'm interviewing. Um he's one at a high level, everywhere he's been, NFL and college. And I don't think you can say that about anybody else that could potentially hire.
2: Mm, awesome stuff. Josh, Merry Christmas to you. Um, happy holidays. Love having you on. L- enjoy our friendship. Um, thanks so much for joining us.
5: Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug.
2: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show
7: Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it.
4: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It
7: wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my game, <laughs>
2: Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. But for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, wh- whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Bayer, did you have any um, um uh did you have any update on this Florida State thing this was I, I woke up this morning to this news you and I uh we share a lot of a common thread one is we're huge college sports fans and I saw this that Florida State had called a special board of trustees meeting for Friday morning for tomorrow morning right yes yes and there's no official reason given like can you imagine though by the way like it's Christmas weekend and I know it falls on a weird kind of time like Christmas is next is it Monday Monday's Christmas yep so kids are out for kind of we're like a lot of kids are out like this week or parts of this week, and then of course you're out Christmas week, and like when do you have them come back anyway? Um, imagine like on a Chris a, a Christmas Friday, like hey board of trustees meeting surprise. I'm like what? <laughs> at it, least it's, at least it's not at five p.m. It's in the morning. It yeah. is, but this does not feel like it's going to be a fifteen minute meeting. True, right? Like, I got shopping to do. I got to get out of town. I got to go down to Del Boca Vista. Phase two. Anyway, uh, so the expectations are, the meeting announced Thursday comes three weeks after the Seminoles, and I'm reading this, by the way, from the AP, um, uh, became the first undefeated Power Five champion left out of the college football playoff, a decision that angered university officials, blah, 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 blah. The board must vote on any action the school decides to take. Now, there's a lot of speculation that they want to leave the ACC. Any ACC school that wants to leave the conference would have to challenge the grant of rights. Florida State and other ACC members signed a grant of rights with the league that runs through 2036. Excuse me? 2036. The length of its uh, television contracts with ESPN that gives the league control over its media rights, including television revenue, home uh, game, broadcast, in all sports. In addition, any school that wants to leave the ACC would have to pay an exit fee three times the league's operating budget, or roughly, you wait for it, $120 million. Now, a couple of other things that you should know. Okay? Um, the Big Ten the schools are making, what, $70 million a piece, the ones with with, with full TV rights. I think it's like $70 million a piece. Uh, the SEC is I think a little bit light of that, actually, because it was like 60 something million. Um, or high 60s are up to up to 70 as well. I don't know the exact figure, but it's in that same kind of range. The Big 12 is like in the $34, 35000000 million variety, which I believe is where the ACC is as well. Okay? So... Um, Florida State had been rumored to want to get out of the ACC earlier in the year. And then this same story came up. like, you know, it's $120 million to leave. And they're like, yeah, we were just kidding about that. We want the ACC. Then they win the ACC, go undefeated, quarterback gets hurt. And they're like, you know what? We want to leave the ACC again. And somebody's going to say like, you know, you got to pay $120 million. And they're probably going to hire some really high priced attorney that will cost them $5 million. And he'll go like, you know, if you... If you give me the gig, I can get you out of that deal for half of that. A couple things here. There there's a a rule in grocery shopping. Okay. Do not shop hungry. You ever gone to the grocery store when you're hungry? You're like stomach, oh my god, I'm so starved. Everything looks good. Every smell smells good. Everything tastes good. Every recipe. You know, you'll go, with your, you'll go with your girlfriend or your wife and be like, oh, babe, look, gnocchi. You're like, I've never had gnocchi, but it sounds amazing. Sure. Put it in the basket. What is gnocchi anyway? Well, it's pasta, but it's really potatoes. Sure. What the hell? Why not? Put it in the basket. You come home, you got steak, you got chicken, you got lamb, you got fish. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to make the fish. And they're like, wait, hold on. All this stuff is fresh. Eventually, you're gonna have to throw something out because you overshopped, right? You get up to the register, it's like 450 bucks. Like, what the hell? You shopped hungry. Don't shop hungry. Right? Desperation is not a good time to be making decisions. Fair.
6: I mean,
4: I agree with you to an extent, but for me personally, I love shopping hungry because <laughs> I, I get more options, you know, like I'm like, oh, Frito pie is going to sound good. Or, oh, I could make a bomb salad, you know, like all of it sticks out to you with what you really want, where if you go when you're not hungry, you're like, that doesn't sound good. You're just much that more practical, you know, good. but this
2: is a major decision that, okay, Here, here's, the, here's, and I, people think I hate Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma sports. No, I I I I mean I don't ever root for them. First of all, their athletic director Joe Costiglion, he is a very good man, a very dear friend and really good at his job. Okay? They have made a colossal mistake in leaving the Big 12 for the SEC. Put me down on record. I I, I reserve the right to be wrong, but I believe I will be proven right eventually. Okay, I've been in this thing for 21 years. I hope to be in it for another 21. And over the next 10 years, and I said, Missouri was making a mistake. And they're really good in football now for one year. And they were really good at the start when they gave them a soft schedule. But for the most part, they're just another school. But Missouri wasn't Oklahoma, okay? Oklahoma was and should always be the dominant program in the Big 12. Why? Remember those things we talked about last hour you need to be successful well in football proximity to talent history financial resources facilities coaching fans okay you had all of them you go, they were the they had the second highest budget in the Big 12 right so yeah they were they've been the best program in the Big 12 in football it hasn't really even been close hasn't been close and it's actually more of an upset that Texas hasn't been as good as they are now because Texas had way more money than anybody else. Texas' athletic budget is like $250 million. Like, Oklahoma State's like $100 million. It's It should be a locked-up cinch that they're better every year. Why? They should have better players every year. Better players, better coaches, better facilities, better everything. Why? You know, two and a half times the money spent. It when When Texas was going to leave the Big 12... They went to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma was in some financial despair for the university, right? They had some issues with investments with the university. And this is like, hey, we're going to – it's a lot easier to sell suites and tickets if Bama, Florida, LSU, uh, Georgia, Auburn come to town then, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas Tech come to town. It's It's the reality of it. I'm not an idiot, Okay. And I know those schools have a lot more credibility. They bring a bigger fan base. They bring more money. But the number one thing that makes you relevant, that allows you to get donations, that allows you to fill up your stadium, that allows you to get NIL, do you know what the number one thing is? Winning. And the likelihood of winning when you have 2x the resources than everybody else in your conference As opposed to, they go into the SEC. And this is a really, really easy exercise, okay? All you got to do is Google SEC, that's Southeastern Conference, school athletic budgets. Do that. And you'll see the difference. That's all you got to do. SEC school athletic budgets. And woo. Right. You could just Google it. It's super simple. They will be middle of the road at best. And what they could offer if you went to Oklahoma and you're playing in the Big 12 is, hey man, we play for the Big 12 Championship every year. Every year. Go back and look. It's like 90% of the time. Okay. The SEC has the number two excuse me, number one now with Texas, number one, number two, number five, number six, number eight, number nine, number 10, number 11, number 16, number 19, number 24, number 31, and number 32 budgets in all of college athletics. They used to be the rich guy among the middle class. Now they're the... Yeah, they got some money with the Uber elite of all Uber elites. Okay? Now take Florida state. I get it. You're pissed. Okay. And nobody's actually said what I've said out loud enough, which is I love Florida state. I think they're awesome. I think the story's amazing. And oh yeah, by the way, Deion Sanders, the whole reason he coached, the whole reason he went and got Travis Hunter was he was trying to do an FU to his own university you know, and because they wouldn't hire him as head coach. And all they did was go out and go undefeated. It's awesome. But the reality is we're trying to get the four best teams. They're not one of the four best teams when you lose your quarterback, considering what they've thrown out there as a backup quarterback. Nobody thinks that. Danny Cannell is going to join me, and he's going to say all these things. You know what he's not going to say? That he actually thinks Florida State would beat Texas, would beat Alabama, would beat Washington, would beat uh uh, who's the other one? Washington. Uh, Michigan with their current quarterback situation. Hey, But Florida State is just like Oklahoma. Florida State is the best, should be the best, and will be the best program in the ACC. And they're better funded. The proximity to talent. They got incredible history. They obviously have quality coaching. They're there. Don't shop hungry. Don't shop hungry. Cool, we got in the SEC, so that, all right, so what? You could dominate the ACC, or you could just be a, you really want to go to the Big Ten? That's what you want to do? Why? Why? What does that bring you? Oh, well, you know, it brings us, you know, 25, $30 million more per year. All right, you're going to spend that. You're going, to, you're going to burn through that in all the expenses it takes to go and fly to USC, to go and fly to Ohio State. You have your all your, remember, you have all your um, Olympic program, Olympic sports. That's what they call sport, non-revenue generating sports. They just say Olympic sports. In other words, the ones that don't really matter. And they matter to you. Matter in the South. I just think it'd be a massive mistake. Dan, go ahead. You had something. You wanted no, to say.
6: I think it's interesting. You know, you mentioned the scheduling earlier, and I have a, a you know buddy of mine that I went to college with, and he's been a Wisconsin season ticket holder for you know about 15 years or so. And your point of the new schools coming into the league—that's the type of school where it matters. And I'm talking, you know, Wisconsin is. Upper echelon in the Big Ten, they're not top one or two, but they're a top team. And when you're like renewing season tickets, you're absolutely right that those those top schools. It doesn't matter that Michigan State, you know, comes to Madison or at some point they want the years where Michigan does or Ohio State does or maybe in this case USC and, and UCLA does. So that that's just the point of. It's funny with it. The teams that actually benefit like it doesn't matter to Ohio State if UCLA and USC are there, um, it asks for another exciting game. But in the big you know the grand scheme of things, they'd still schedule a non conference opponent and be strengthened up you know strong enough for their schedule and and then be able to um, continue winning and that's all that matters. But it is funny on who who does like the scheduling and who does benefit from it because it usually aren't the top teams that. I mean, if Alabama's not winning, they're not showing up. Same thing for Ohio State. Same thing for Michigan. Doesn't matter who's coming to town. But if it's a, you know, if they are winning, they are going to fill those stadiums.
2: Well, I, I mean, I, I know people at Texas and they told me like, look, here, here's one of the reasons that there's been a shift in the importance of filling up your stadium and charging. Because when when Trump was in office, they did away with the ability to write off uh Donations for tickets. Okay, so here's how it works. When you and anybody who's bought season tickets from a university knows that it's like in the NFL they have the uh, PSLs, the personal seat licenses. In college athletics, they basically have the same thing. You got, you got to donate if you want to then buy season tickets. You have to donate if you want to buy season tickets. But when the Trump administration came in, they did away with that donation as being tax deductible. So there wasn't the excuse of like, ah, I got to give a $10,000 donation just to overpay for some tickets knowing I only want one or two games on, I only really want one or two games, right? So now the the, the thought is like, hey, people start canceling season tickets if you don't like line up with really good teams. So there is a, uh, there is a realness to the how much you can charge. And the estimation is, the estimation is you can make $150 million, from your stadium, remember they own the stadiums. Okay, they got some debt service on it, but they're not they're not paying lease fees or whatever. And you know, there's a lot of other stuff where they fill up the hotel rooms and all that other stuff. But this whole thing, this whole search for money, sounds great. Hey, man, we go here. We get first of all, you'd have to, you're gonna have to pay hundred million dollars plus to get out of that deal. And second of all, maybe most importantly, you're way better off being the best team in a league that's, eh, like, they did not get in because of the ACC. That is fanboy Twitter, I'm a... wine. Wh- that That's all that's about. Has nothing to do with anything else. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Sorry, that's my Seinfeld moment of the day. They didn't get in, even though they beat LSU, even though they went undefeated, even though they beat Florida. Because when we saw them play Florida, you thought, is their quarterback really left-handed and he's throwing right-handed? Right? Because they had a star quarterback who got hurt and his backups were terrible in comparison. And we're trying to judge the four best teams and the margin of difference is very slight. And if you take out a star quarterback, that's what you're left with. And I actually agree with the decision that was made, as harsh as it may sound.